Back again, I know the double us. I'm so sorry you have to part with us again so quickly. I, I, oh. I swear it's the same day. It just seems like it. I mean, I... <laughs> yeah. What, yeah Trevor, mm-hmm. Trevor was saying off camera that I had some coffee. See some coffee. Yeah, and these trickway mug, um, which I'm going to have to get out every time. I think just just remind me, Greg. You actually good. said coffee pretty good considering you're you know you're Scottish. I mean, you know, what, you, what, course, is that a disability, you, is it? What the, what the? No, no, but if you do the whole thing, you got to go like, I'm going to go walk the dog and drink my coffee at the same time. Yeah, that's asking too much. <laughs> <laughs> my bagel and my coffee. Uh, right, yeah, so as we said last episode, we were just going to film them back to back because we're a bit a few days late for various reasons. Uh, and we're literally going to the second episode because they did show them at the same time. Season 4, episode 3 of Star Trek Lower Decks, um, which, with a really cool title, I Have No Bones, Yet I Must Flee. Interesting. Um, I'm not not sure, but I think they might have named it that way uh, on on purpose purpose from an old TOS episode. Uh, Uh, The name name of that episode for The World is Hollow and I Have Touched the Sky. That's the actual whole name of the TOS episode. And this just sounds like it. I have no bones, yet I must flee. I, I could be totally wrong, but I think whoever came up with the title was thinking of that show. Yeah, yeah and, hopefully. You know, it's kind it of just genius. seems that way. Well, some of the titles of Star Trek are excellent. Let's not beat around the bush. Some yeah. of them are bloody great, and they, they hit home uh, really, really well. Uh, and this mm-hmm. this is a good title. But also, in this episode, we talk about the menagerie is that there's not an episode of tos called the menagerie called the menagerie yeah, yeah. exactly so it was, that, the only, uh, was the only two-parter ever in the original series and what they did is they took the the footage of the cage and re-edited new footage as well into it and called it the menagerie yeah so there you go more star trek tropes it was actually there. it was really good actually i i really they, the way they did it where they incorporated the old the older uh original pilot and this was quite Quite good, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I knew, I knew it. Rang, I knew it rang a bell. Um, but that's why Greg gets keeps my memory right with episodes like that. Yeah, so we'll kick off then. Um, actually, no, we'll kick off the usual call to arms. Actually, get them out of the way because if we do that, then it's turned off. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to mix it around for once. I'm recently back from a gaming festival where me, Gray, and our friend Nick will actually play games, talk about games, review games, whatever. Uh, called uh, Extreme PC UK. Um, you can find Nick and I and the guys um, on Twitch every Thursday night at 9pm BST and uh, after hours on his Twitch channel as well. Um, if, you, if you're if you a subscriber, you, you get to watch the videos after. But in all the audio podcasts and platforms, uh, if you like, listen to your podcast that way and look for us in our and Discord. It, and, 
Join the Discord. Yeah, look at all the cool things that are going on. And of course, scroll down towards the bottom. You'll see the entertainment, entertainment channel, which we'll touch about in a moment because that's the one I do with Gray. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, just look for Extreme PC UK for the Discord. Come on there and chat to us there, actually, because we talk about all kinds of things, not just gaming. Um, and next found, can be found Extreme PC UK on, on the Twitters. Uh, but yeah, Gray's pod, uh, Entertainment Pod, we'll be we're kicking that back on again in the next few weeks. Um, and we talk about all things entertainment. And it does have more of a lean on sci-fi, superhero, fantasy type stuff, because that's what we mostly like. But we'll, we'll talk about anything entertainment as long as we're interested in it and it's relevant. Um, and Grey can be found at all the same places as I can on the YouTube, um, on audio, audio podcast platforms, and on the Twitter at Grey's Green Room. So give him a follow as well, if you don't mind, please. And we're, we're at the exact same locations at the Trekway as well. So uh, anyway... And, and and remember, Twitter is now X, which is stupid. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know if I ever want to call it that. I just... I don't either, to be honest. It's just dumb. Why Why he changed it, I just don't understand. It's almost like he changed it on purpose because so, he figures it'll go down the drain and then he can sell it off or take a tax write-off. I have no idea. The, the mind state of a billionaire, no one really truly understands apart from another billionaire, I think, Ray. Um, I, I, I think his problem is that he's one of the uh, what's the word for it? He's a the world's richest man. He's a, he's a he's a he's a genius in a in one way, and then he does really dumb stuff in another way. It's another nothing ever in the middle. He either accomplishes really great stuff, or he puts his foot in his mouth. I just want him to do well because of SpaceX. That's all I oh, care I do about. Too. And, and he is, but <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, uh, maybe we should start up a space. SpaceX rocket type show as well. Great. No, there's far too much good competition from that. The guys that we cover often, to be fair, so no, we won't do that. Um, so yeah, this you could, you could you could kind of do a Trekway sciency episode if you wanted to. Well, yeah, of course. There was a theme. There was an episode, a special idea of what does Star Trek's effect have in modern society. Remember that? That's what oh, yeah. we haven't done yet, Fun. and that's a big one, which we will do at some point for sure. Like tricorders, cell phones. Yeah, now, what's inspired it? I mean, people get into space these days are Trekkies. They they, mm -hmm. they wouldn't have done it unless Star Trek had been about. So yeah, definitely. That's a if you want to see a special covered in that, let us know. Uh, right, we'll kick off with this episode. Too much waffling from us, uh, but that's what we always do. Uh, we yep. start the episode with a Romulan warbird on its side. That's just about weird. I've never seen a Romulan warbird on its side. Great, have you? I don't know whether it was supposed to be either on its side. Or the camera's at a different angle, but how do you know? Or the camera's at a different angle, or whether, or whether the ring, the wings rotate. No, they don't. They don't. I've never seen them rotate ever. That would be cool. I never have either, but I'm just saying, you know. But it did, it did look a little odd being on the, on the side. Like You come back there should have been, what's its side? It's in space, Trev. What is the side? And then I would have just true. went... Space, there's no up, down, or whatever. It's just exactly, uh, yeah. Without inertial, uh, inertial dampeners, there would be no up, down, left, right. Right, but with television, it would look really weird if you saw like an Enterprise and another upside down ship talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like Star Trek mating there, actually. Anyway, uh, or or, or a, a starship mating, should I say? Right, we'll kick on. Uh, I saw it on its side and thought it was a little bit strange, uh, but then that random ship from the last episode pops up again pops up. Yep. there we go there's a link that's what we're wanting we want writing that makes sense uh this made sense here um and it wrecks the warbird um the same attitude from the guys on the warbird as it was in the bird of prey 
that, mm. oh yeah, let's take this little insect down and they get blasted pretty much instantly. That's all we see. It moves straight on. So there's going to be this season-long arc this of this bloody ship just turning up and smashing things. The only the only thing I'll, I'll point out that was kind of funny when when the Romulan ship is pulling up on this craft before before it actually happened. They were talking about to each other how they're going to backstab each other and, <laughs> and take each other's yeah. position. And that's all the, that's that's all the crew <laughs> talked about. They're they're like they're taking pride in it. As a matter of fact, I you know I I have been waiting to backstab you for a long time. No, I've been waiting to backstab you even before you wanted to backstab me. <laughs> and I thought the whole, I thought the, it was I thought that was pretty funny. That that was uh, that was cute. <laughs> the only thing I the only thing I didn't like again is I okay the the random ship comes back. The random ship blows the crap out of the uh, warbirds, which are powerful ships. Yeah, yeah. And and we still don't know what's going on. And I still feel I still don't feel it's right because it's still not funny. So give a little it's bit more, more before you cut it. It it's too it's too serious for for lower decks and it's twice now that it's too serious and i'm just kind of like you know we just saw the romulans you know cutting it up and and being funny and then they just get blown away and i'm like great it doesn't i've got a small bone to pick who you there the orville started off hilarious and it didn't end serious but it definitely got a lot more serious with little bits of humor in it so what what's wrong with this one doing the, the the same thing but in reverse? Well, the, yeah, probably. The thing with the thing with the Orville was that they couldn't get a grip on the, how they wanted to do the humor in the first season. Mm. Now, you could tell some of it, some of it was some of it was proper and made and was funny or made sense. Some of it was just kind of like but. Um, and then they got their groove on on like the second season, the third season. So the humor came in when it should come in. Yeah. Which was more like, I mean, when you went back to the original Star Trek, people forget there was, there were some really good, funny moments between the the top three guys, you know, uh, Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. Yeah, there was some classic stuff, and and people t- tend to forget it because they think of everything else that the series is about. Yeah, and and all that was always delivered at the proper time and the proper point, because yeah. you because as you got to understood the characters of Trek, you you it was even more funny to hear some of the remarks and why was that called good writing <laughs> and that's how and good writers. and good acting of course like they had they had a, it was it was really interesting i digress for a second but on the original series when mccoy came leonard uh deforest kelly came on to do mccoy in the first season he didn't he wasn't as uh he didn't get involved as much in the first season and he didn't have as many of those those quick uh quips then they finally realized that that this this is weird. This chemistry is working. And then the, from the second season and the third season, they, they made his role bigger and it worked just by luck. Cause the chemistry was so good between the three of them. Yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is difficult, you know, for three people, let alone, you know, two people. So that was, that was good. So, when you get clicks like that, where chemistry is really going like, like in the, even in the uh, uh, lower decks here, you, you have the char- the characters or actors that play a, a, a Boimler and, and a, What's her name? And they they have a chemistry going. There's no doubt about it. You can you can feel it. Boimler and Mariner. You know? Mariner, sorry. Mariner. Right, right. So they do. That's they important. Work. If you have that kind of chem, I think there's no there's there was a reason that they picked those. And that's two. more difficult to do that chemistry because they're not in the same recording booth. They might not even be there on the same day. So that's even more kudos to them. You know? That's true. Although most of the time they do try to put them together because it's important for acting off each other. 
Mm. Um, some of the, some of the other ones that only deliver lines here and there, they might deliver them alone. But if there's a chemistry, I bet you they're in the studio together all the time. I hope so. Oops, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so good writing. That's the key. Yeah. Ha, ha, yeah. Give the writers better money, please, so we can end this bloody strike. But we'll we'll, we'll end it. We'll start. We'll end up talking about GGR again. As tempting as it is on our rants about that but um no i'm i'm, I'm uh, to steer it back to laura jacks again the only character that i and this is just purely because i like it i would love to see more of is doc is tiana dr cat because dr cat is funny as hell yeah and, but they're not and, main characters man i know but the the thing with dr tiana and the thing that gets me uh, po'd sometimes with them is is in some of the episodes her t- comedic timing is perfect they put her in at the right space at the right time to make her comments, usually which are, are foul mouth comments and stuff. And it's funny as heck when they don't concentrate on putting her in the right place at the right time to say the right quote. She's not as funny. Yeah. But man, when she come when she pops up, it's only for the second or two. And she's she delivers a line. The one liners are perfect. It's great. They're, they, also, they, I want to ask you. I, I want to ask you a question, Trevor. If you if you notice. Forty two. OK. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Never mind. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, the character that I think is is not as good as he used to be is Shax. He was good in the last season. I think it's just it's it's this yeah, first episode started off a bit crap for everyone. I just I just think towards the latter half of the last season. Oh, and, yeah. and, and now maybe, maybe. he's 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 more um, the good stuff uh, was in the first right half. Word. Yeah, he's more docile because before he was like you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna he's he's under the like, thumb man he's under the thumb of. Uh, Tiana, she she wears the trousers in the relationship, clearly. Yeah, but see, but see that <laughs> see, see that to me that's another missed opportunity. You shouldn't change the character just because. Yeah, of that. true. I'm joking when I say Shaq's that. Shaq's had some really great lines, and all of a sudden, I don't even remember Shaq's making any good lines lately. Well, let's hope they change that later on in this season. He does he does yeah. have more funny things to say. And great, you can swear in this podcast, just not heavy words. So yeah, you can be okay. pissed off. That's fine. You're not allowed beep, to beep. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I don't have a beep button. Maybe I should invest in one. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So you can tell this episode is is better for us. There's more content for us to talk about. Um, mm. Yeah. So Mariner overhears uh, Ransom saying negative things about her when he's in the gym, and I'm getting vibes of bloody uh, Diana Troy and the Doctor, whose mind is just. Crusher, Beverly Crusher, working out, yeah. and those weird outfits, those weird futuristic <laughs> outfits, doing their stretches yeah. and whatnot. And you see, is it Shax? Yeah, you see Shax and uh, uh, free, uh, not Freeman, uh, Ransom working out together. And seeing those yeah. two in those outfits is just bloody weird. They're like pulling each other, stretching. <laughs> Poor Shax is in a bit of pain. Um, and he mentions, he says some negative things about her. Um, uh, and a little, a little comment. <laughs> she moans to the Lord Dex that she's overheard this, and she said his brain is the only part of the body he doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably accurate. The guy's always like, "Oh yeah, working yeah, out." All but the time, this is yeah. a bit sometimes. Um, so the Lord Deckers are kind of moving out. But without Rutherford, this week, it's a continuation from the last episode. That's why we got confused at the end of the last yeah. episode. Um, the do you see where they're normally situated in their bunk bed area? The the lights all go out, and I'm a tiny bit sad. I'm like, oh, like, they should all be Harry Kim's and never be promoted because they're low deckers. 
it feels like the end of an era. Like, did you? I knew, I knew it was going to end like that, Gray. But did you feel a bit sad? Did you think this is an end of an um, era? I, th- I thought, I thought that that was what they're trying to convey. But, but, but prior to that, or just after that, they did make an explanation that kind of helped a little bit. They, they were going like, oh, you know, we're not going to be lower deckers, deckers anymore. And I think it was Mariner said we're only going to be like lieutenant in you know in training lieutenant juniors and, and we're we're only about this far above where we were yeah they're building the next yeah. deck probably <laughs> so I, I made I made a comment I think it's they're in the they're in the upper lower decks now upper lower, he did yeah 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 upper lower decks um, this but you but you make you make a good point because if they they, they technically from this point. They really can't promote them any further because then they really would be out of the lower decks if they if they get promoted again. Yeah, is that a thing? Lieutenant Junior Grade it is, isn't it? But they don't use it often, so mm. maybe no, not it's just that a, often. a stop off place. Um, but yeah, so right. this whole episode is pretty much Marner doing whatever she can to get demoted because she doesn't. She's just not her thing, and we kind of find out right. more later on as to why. Um, <laughs> some of the things she does. Including Colin uh, Ransom, by his first name Jack. Uh, they're on. They're going on a little mission, <clears throat> and she's piloting the, the shuttle. But she pilots it like she's drunk or on drugs or something. She's pa- piloting this absolutely nuts, um, and she kind of half crashes it as well at the end. Um, she's just. But 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 Ransom's not biting much and we'll find out maybe again well we do find out again later why later yeah uh but this is this part coming up is the funniest part in the whole bloody episode for me followed by what happens after when it gets brighter mm-hmm. boim's new pad <laughs> he's moved up he walks right in there's nothing there it's right beside one of the bloody warp themselves right and the lights, he just walks in, he's like, ah, oh, you're so blind. Right. And I'm thinking, this is genius. No one ever covers this in any other program. Yeah, like, course, what if you're right. right beside there? Like, if you were right beside that, I had a problem. I stayed in this, right in the center of Edinburgh, and it was lights outside beside the like bank museum thing. Yeah. And the light, they were too bright, and I had to tell them, guys, like, see, maybe 10, 11 p.m., would you turn them off, please? And they did. So now just the street lights, which is okay, but. I know he's. Fa- I know. I know you're paying, Boimler. Turn, turn them down. So he walks. I out. thought it was. I thought it was funny because like That's a true, a true kind of cartoon thing. It, the light was bright red, and you see this beaming <laughs> red come in through the windows, and he's like, <laughs> and then he's on the floor, and he hits the floor, and he's looking for what he dropped, and he can't find it because the light's everywhere. <laughs> it was great. That was hilarious. I was waiting for him to crawl over and see if there's any drapes or something. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, just, he's just like. Aah! <laughs> well, we get we get to that later on the drapes, which is bloody hilarious. Um, yeah, you mentioned here. Obviously, you you're amused by the Boimler incident there, but that Mar- Mariner had some piloting skills. Did she? She did that on purpose, man. Well, I mean, she did it on purpose, but she could have destroyed the whole thing. She just came in and started to do like a Tokyo Drift thing or something. <laughs> Tokyo Drift, like this. How how, like, how does one do a Tokyo Drift again, Gray? You know, the back wheels come out like whoop. That's not what so you done. Doing... That's not what you done a moment ago. <laughs> Well, whatever. But the, but, the, but the point is the way she the way she did it was really cool. I'm sitting there going like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Yeah, 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 yeah. We've had. I was four, like, "Wow." We've had four different versions of a Tokyo Drift from Great here. This is bonus content, guys. We should be charging. Bonus. This. Um, <laughs> but yes, point taken and point taken. Great. Um, we. I don't know who makes this comment, but I, I was ransom. 
he he asked her to do something lickety split. And right away, if you're a Red Dwarf <laughs> fan, you got that comment. And maybe some of the writers are right. Did you catch up on that comment, Gray? Yeah, but to, I, I didn't catch it like you did, only because I don't know about over there. But over here, lickety split is a, is a colloquial term that people throw around once in a while. Not much. It's more of an older, like going back to the 30s or 40s kind of thing that they used to say. It's not so I didn't look us. at it. I did. Right, I didn't look at it like that, but I could see where you were coming from when you mentioned. I go like, "Oh yeah," that would it would always be door. it would always be Rimmer when he would go, right, like this, yeah, lickety yeah. split. <laughs> I love that show. I really love that show. But but actually, if you think now now that I think about it, it's, we're we're both we're correct only in the assumption because Red Dwarf was an old show. I mean, it, yeah, it got 80s, newer as time 80s, went on. Man. Yeah, it, there you go, and that's when a lot some of this stuff was you know happening. I love Red Dwarf no. Daily. I hope they don't bring it back because you're going to end up killing it. Just leave it be now. Um, anyway, so Rutherford is beaten to the punch by another officer when it comes to upgrades for his promotion because he has a conversation with Tindy, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, well, I'll just go and get a promotion. You know, uh, how difficult could it be? I just need to invent something pretty cool or fix something and, you know, I'll get a promotion. I can join you guys because he's left out at this stage, technically. Right. Um, and this other officer he's he's a bit of a jackass i'm going to use the word he's got this little cheesy evil grin every time he does something um billups uh uses his idea um to make the the cells more efficient or whatever right and it's bloody hilarious because <laughs> i mean that again the efficiency means that the cells or the buzzard collectors get even brighter when they do. So Boimler's still in the bloody room. So he's like, ah, ah, no, puts on his sunglasses. He's like, no, stop, I'm melting. (laughs) I was expecting him to get sunburned or something, you know. (laughs) This is the the funny shit we're looking for that we didn't get as much in the last episode, you know. Uh, Which is why this episode is not slightly less, and we won't give away, slightly less in score than the last episode. And I right. think it's just because the Voyager factor made yeah, it yeah, higher yeah. than it should have been. So don't think that this is worse than the last episode. In some ways, it's better, actually. Um, so, yeah, um, a poor Boimler, I'm saying here, the guy's not getting a break at all. He's, played, he's wearing sunglasses at this stage. Um, and they're going to this menagerie place, right? Because there's two humans. This menagerie is like a zoo. Think of it like a zoo. And... Right. Every species is welcomed or taken, and two humans find themselves on board there. And the curator type guy of the place isn't human. I don't know what species he is, but he kind of right. says, "You know, it's a shame. I like these humans; they were pretty popular." But he understands that they have to be handed back. Kind of sentient. Yeah, he was. He was even saying that they were making them making more money for the zoo than ever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Look at those cute humans. Um, so the hero of, well, not hero, the hero, the coolest character of this whole bloody episode is a character called Moopsy. Now, this was just gold, the name, what it looks yeah. like. It looked like a... Like a big white hamster. Like a hamster <laughs> or a Pokemon or, yeah. you know, yeah. something like this. Yeah. And it looked so adorable. You knew it was never going to end like that because all the thing would do is look cute and go, Moopsy. <laughs> Yeah. Who, who, who wrote this episode, man? They must have been high in some drugs or some shit because it was gold. Um, I think the people that were writing that, the, the, the particular did not write the last episode. Moopsy, 
probably. But I think where they where they took I'm assuming where they took some of Moopsy from is some of the old Warner Brothers cartoons used to do stuff like this with some of the uh... characters. Where you see some innocent character and you're thinking like, oh, isn't they so cute? And they end up turning into a freaking monster or something. Yeah. And I and I and I'm sure somebody remembers some of those. The the writers remember something like that in the past, and they put it into this character, and it's classic. It's just classic. You ah. just see this little harm. There's no harm. This little creature's so nice. You pat him on the head. He's so cute. You know, and then <laughs> and then you see what he's up to after. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. We do. We do. Uh, he's one that exhibits there, and he escapes. You see him just walk along the corridors, saying "moopsy" all right. the time. Um, and it would be such a big deal, Gray, but this is the bit we get to where he isn't as cute and cuddly as we think. Uh, the curator's freaking out that he's escaped because um, he isn't as cute as he is due to the fact that he is. You are. He's editing on the fly as I'm as I'm reading the same <laughs> bloody sentence, Gray. What are you doing to me? Well, man? because I I fix menagerie everywhere except for that one. So oh I'm yeah, because they're all spelling menagerie. <laughs> Who cares, man? Whatever. It's not even. Is it even a word in English dictionary? Um, Plus, I knew it was going to throw you off, and that's uh, that was great. <laughs> no, 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 no uh, yeah, comedy gold, well done. Uh, so yeah, Manupsi, Manupsi, Manupsi escapes from Manu- him. And- <laughs> that's his brother, Manupsi. Shut up. We're on a roll now, people. What I'm have you done to me? See what, see what I have to pop with here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he escapes. He escapes. Yeah, old Manupsi, and it wouldn't be such a big deal, but the fact is. He drinks bones. This is a new thing I've never seen here before ever. He drinks bones, and I'm th- I'm joking here. Hopefully not the good doctor from TOS. Uh, don't drink that bones. But yeah, he's. He, I didn't know this was possible, but you see, you do see him literally get into one of the opposing or one of the other exhibits and literally just go along. Moopsy, jump on with big fangs and literally drink the bones gone. <laughs> so it's just a husk. Which sounds like it's actually it's drinking everything inside, including all the other stuff. But I guess without yeah. bones, you're just a bit yeah. of jelly lying on the ground. Pretty much. I mean, without it, you're just a blob kind of. Whatever. You said it was a bit like a, a triple. I guess so, but like OP. OP. Yeah, but, I, tri- but the reason why I said that was also a pun to the original TOS episode. Trouble, tribbles, trouble, yeah. trouble, yeah. So he's kind of a triple, but it causes trouble. He's, it? he's like a triple mixed with a gremlin. <laughs> Mixed with a hamster, mixed with a... Yeah. <laughs> He's a moopsie. What can we do? So the guy that keeps shafting um, uh, Rutherford uh, is Ensign Libick, right? This guy that's yeah. just... You know the hero guy that's getting a big cheesy grin at the end with the, the gleam coming off his like, veneers? That kind of guy. Yeah. He keeps trying to beat him to the punch every time for this promotion. Um, he improves the Tucker tubes... Now, Gray, you don't watch Star Star Trek Enterprise. Commander, I don't know, I think it was Lieutenant Tucker. He was the chief engineer of the first warp, that five engine. And I'm guessing that's an Easter egg to him, and quite right. He's trying to improve, uh, Rutherford's trying to improve the efficiency of these Tucker tubes. Um, God knows what they do. I think they just made them up on the fly. But when he comes up to Billups and goes, who's now freshly been converted back to his regular self, um, he's like, oh, that's great, yeah, well done, but Levick added a third tube, and he's like, what? Come on, man, give me a break. <laughs> and in honour of this, 
They're now being renamed the... Well, in fact, no. Levick is renaming them, because he's done this uh, improvement, the Billups Tubes. Uh, I mean, of course. You, you don't get much more of a kiss arse than this guy. It's called uh, brown nosing. But, well, yes, it is called brown nosing. You're right. Yeah, we can see worse <laughs> things than that. Um, so that was amusing. Um, Boyms goes to his new quarters, because he does ask for a transfer this time, away from the bloody sauna that is our crew collectors. <laughs> And he hears, sh- oh, this is hilarious. This bit, man. This, yeah, this was good, yeah. This, this is good. gold. His yeah. new quarters have nothing, and he's trying to move things about. He hears Shaq's and Tiana's hologram, da- dating hologram program that they have. And there's nothing too over the top here, but it's just like, oh, yeah, take that. And yeah, you like a bit of pain, and random comments like that, you know. And I'm thinking, poor boys, he can't catch a break here. He's hearing all the kinky stuff going on next door. And I've always thought, what's the other side of a holodeck? This is a very... This is... Lord Dex yeah. talks about the things that they can never talk about in Series Trek. That's right. what it's called. So well, how's... Boyms, go, Boyms even goes, he goes, well, how do they stick a room between two holodecks? Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good point, great. It is in between two holodecks. So the other holodeck is uh, Freeman's program. And... I, there's nothing too outlandishly there. Like she's just a normal program, yeah. but he's trying to move his bed between both. I don't see that makes no bloody difference wherever you put your bed. But anyway, he moves his right. bed between the two to try and find the right place. He can. Grace here saying here, poor Boyms can't catch catch a break, but he is Boimler. So he's not really supposed to catch a break, is he? <laughs> not always. This is it. Um, uh, Ransom, Jack Ransom tells Mariner that he knows what she's like when they have a little heart-to-heart catch-up and that he will not demote her. He sees what she's trying to do. He will not demote her. He has read through her file. The fact that she's been offered multiple promotions, Gray, and all of her superior, mm-hmm. uh, all our uh, commanding officers in the past have gave in and demoted her. But he's not going to do this because it looks bad for him with, I guess... His captain, Freeman. Um, so, yeah, he's not playing ball here. Um, and then <laughs> back to the menagerie. Bye-bye menagerie as Moopsie gets him. Moopsie gets the creator of the zoo. He's gone. He's bye-bye. Uh, which I found amusing because uh, I don't like him very much. So did I because, like you mentioned, it, we're, I don't remember him having any bones. He's a yeah, because he's yeah, that's right, yeah. But he still manages so, to do it. What the hell is he sucking out of? <laughs> Someone mentioned that though. He's like, he doesn't have bones. Like how? How? He's a plant. He's a plant, yeah. right? Because he was a plant character, wasn't he? Like, but yeah. this is my point before Gray that you take the bones out. There was should be more left than that. He sucked everything out literally. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, he's a plant. Yeah, he's been sucked out. So that sounds inappropriate. So we'll move on. Um, I love the scene of the cute little Moopsie uh, sucking the bones out of a that much larger raptor-looking yeah. creature. Remember that? Um, it, but the, the reason that scene worked so well <laughs> is because you saw the raptor creatures and they really looked like raptor dinosaur yeah. things. And they were big teeth. And, and then the Moopsie guy gets in there and they all start backing off like, like, like <laughs> oh my God. What is this thing doing? And then you see him just go up with these giant teeth. His, his mouth gets really big, like cartoon character. Uh, teeth. And then all of a sudden, and the raptor's a bunch of goo. goo or it. That was great. See, more comic a... moments, man. Um, yeah. But they, they have a plan to try and trap Moopsie. Of course they do. Um, they trap him in a room. 
But this room is the control room for the menagerie station because they're in a space station. And they realise that it's too late. Moopsie is walking over all the control panels, not having a clue what he's doing, just going, Moopsie. (laughs) One word, that's all he says, Moopsie. With so much joy and delight in his voice. Um, It it would have been funnier (laughs) if Moopsie made a poopsie. That would have been... Well, what, that could have been the thing. He deorbits the menagerie by taking a dump on the controls. A, by doing and... a poopsie, right. Yeah. So, much, <laughs> much funnier. He sat in that joke for a while, probably. Um, uh. Uh, <laughs> so, Moopsie now is in the process of deorbiting the bloody station uh, as he walks over all the controls. They do have a plan. This this was genius. I thought this was really smart, Gray. They have a plan to lure yeah. Moopsie out with Ransom's teeth. He has a plan when he sees a tooth randomly yeah. sitting about, yeah, right? Yeah, and it yeah. likes bones, right? Give it crumbs. So he orders Mariner to punch him. She's like, what? And so you're doing here. No, it's not going to work. No, seriously, punch me. Look at this plan. She's like, okay, punches him. Nothing. And he's like, really punch me. And she goes, knocks a tooth out of him, right? And he's like, aha, yeah. there we go. I like this plan. Great. I'm assuming you did as well. I thought it was the same a genius, actually, to be honest. I thought it was too, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, what, what expendable bones do you have? Uh, your teeth. There you go. They're not actually bones. But exactly. there you go. Well, they have the calcium or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So. But we'll let it slide. This tiny, tiny, tiny. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, cartoon. Not, it's, it's, a, it's an adult cartoon, which adult makes it cartoon. sound inappropriate. Um, so, it's actually a really so, good plan. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, pre-adult cartoon no it's an adult <laughs> comedy people people label it as an adult comedy well now wait a minute now and if, it it truly adult wasn't, comedy. if it was truly an adult comedy then they would never censor dr cat and just let her say what she would want and which would be even funnier they should though why did no they, i think they do that for comic effect mate no i think so too but but then i would still let her let loose once in a yeah. while because and then it would and it would be it would be really funny because you wouldn't expect it you don't know when you're gonna either bleep it or not bleep it True, 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 true. No. Um, but hey, we're not the writers. We're not the writers, because that would be interesting. Uh, yeah, so it's a good plan. Um, I'm thinking here at this stage here, I'm just hoping modern Trek medicine can sort out his gnashers afterwards, uh, mm. because just now we can replace teeth with fake ones, but maybe in the future we can replicate brand new teeth or grow them. I don't well, know. We know they have skin regenerators, so I would think they'd have something like that. But te- with guess. teeth, yeah. So they're not actually just fakies. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, he's only got so many teeth, so uh, Ransom's taking one for the team here. Um, Levick finally gets his promotion, Gray. Little shit that he is. Um, but Tindy finds out that Rutherford turned down a bunch of promotions in the past, and yeah, she's not happy, five. is she? Yeah. She's, she's not a happy But, he, but he, he admitted, and he did have a reason, because he wanted to be with his friends, so he kept turning it Sweet. down all the time. Yeah, it's the right way to go about it. Um, but yeah, so he, he he did this. We didn't want to get away from her, particularly when they're all friends. And I note here, would those two just get it on already, Gray? What did you comment here after this, Gray? I <laughs> and I want it word for word. <laughs> I said, agreed, it's time for some wholesome cartoon sex. <laughs> I don't think I mean, I've ever come seen. On. I don't think I've ever seen cartoon sex before. I mean, they're leading up. They're leading up to it so many times in the last three or four seasons. I'm like, come on. Well, you've got I mean, you've, you've got you've got Tindy and Shax, don't you? So um, yeah, 
you know, yeah. you, you, never, you don't see that, you're not supposed to, but you know, you know they're getting on, so why the hell not? Um, right. They're more than friends, man, 100%. Yeah, no um, doubt. But Rutherford does get his promotion that was going to Livick, literally just as the pips getting, or the half pips getting handed over, um, for reminding, this was genius, this is so simple. Sometimes it's just simple things that you need to do and write to make it work. Uh, Rutherford reminds Billups of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Tindy actually does it. She's like, you know, yeah. that one time that he, Rutherford, had a great plan to remove the hull at the end of season one to save the day. Uh, could he get a promotion for doing that? And Billups goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> it takes the weapon and gives it takes it, it right off and it goes like this. Here you go. I was like, was- uh, Livick <laughs> is pissed. But I'm like, really? It was that simple? You just had to ask for it? And he's like, well, yeah, if you don't ask, you don't get it. I was like, yes. Gold. Wait, now I have a, I have a prediction. I think Livick has something to do with that ship that's wiping oh, out. Oh, that's bold. I hope so. That's bold. <laughs> that's bold. I'm telling you, you and I should be writers. we got to do something about this. A nasty <laughs> ship piloted by a bit of a, an arsehole in Livick. Yeah. Yeah, which he is. Um, yeah. yeah, so... Um, the back on the menagerie, um, we still have a deorbiting space station, uh, or whatever it's called, uh, deorbiting zoo. Zoo is the best way to describe it. Um, but they managed to stabilise it. Uh, you get Moopsy back in his um, his own area, his own little pen again, uh, with the teeth getting, you know, little breadcrumbs, getting back in there. Um, and... Is Ransom's trying to talk without any teeth at this stage, which I found pretty yeah. amusing. It was <laughs> he's, funny. He's all I didn't think all of them were going to get knocked out. He has like no teeth left. He's going. This I didn't see this bit coming. Great. It it, it turned out it was the human beings that were being held in the menagerie that yeah. actually rewired the Moopsy pen to let them out. Did you? Is it to do with profit? I wasn't fully getting that one. I, I didn't uh, fully get it either, but but it was something you definitely didn't expect. No, no, yeah, you know, which is fine. But they didn't really make a clear explanation of of that. I think so it was just like, profit, wasn't it? Something to do with profit. I don't know if they got a cut of it or something. I just remember hearing something to yeah, do with profit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so could've, what was bloody humans been. ruining it? <laughs> At the end of the day, <laughs> um, yeah. So Tiana sorts out ransom ransom. R- ransom's teeth easy for me to say ransom, uh, yes. and then she says she needs <laughs> she needs to now go off to the holodeck to kill the sheriff of nottingham for being a little f-faced shit or something along those lines and that yeah, was yeah. there you go you got your you got your dr cat moment yeah, there mate yeah. the one line uh grace says here tiana dr cat is still his favorite character i have to agree mate she's she's just gold isn't she um yeah. And I hope we see a lot more of her going forwards. Uh, now, finishing off the episode, we've got Rutherford and Boimler. They're now sharing, uh, sharing a place together um, after Rutherford's promotion. And this, this more gold, this was... And I should really put this up to a higher score, actually. Come think about it. In fact, I will. Um, uh, they're sharing a place together uh, right beside the warp in the cell. It's a bit bright when he goes in. Rutherford just casually turns down the brightness controls for like think of a like a tinted window or something he just goes up and he's like all right turns it down and then a filter kicks in that cuts out all that light 
and the look, normal. the look in Boimler's face, mate, he's like, it was that simple the whole bloody time. Rutherford's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. That's, that's, that is just brilliant, man. That's, that is... that's why Rutherford has to hang out in that room, man. He knows all this stuff. He knows this stuff. Genius. Oh, God, Boimler. So, technically, it isn't Lord Dex anymore, but it's like Lord Dex Plus. I don't know. Uh, I'm saying, like I told yeah, you, it's, an, it's upper, upper lower decks. Upper lower decks, my <laughs> God. See, this man, you write, hire him, guys. He'll probably take the crap pay that you're giving the writers at the moment because it's a lot more than we're on. So, um, yeah, so um, Gray and I have literally just, uh, on the fly, changed our scores ever so slightly because <laughs> that's what hap- generally what happens when you talk about it a, a lot. Um, yeah. So, Gray, yeah. what did you give this out of 10 and why? Yeah, so I, I I gave it an eight out of ten. I thought it was a decent episode. There was some much more funnier moments than the last episode, which, yeah. which is what really saved it. Um, I think it's a it's a fair score. There was some confusing stuff going on, maybe another somewhat missed opportunity here and there again, but but not enough to you know make it any lower than an eight. So overall, yeah. it was it was good, and there were some funny moments. So that's what uh, that's what helped. Fair and Moopsie, of course, was you know was big gold. time star. <laughs> Moopsie was the the, the 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 real star of the episode. Um, no, we we both originally gave it seven out of five, but we literally just changed it on the fly there to for me as well eight out of ten as well. Very decent episode, a lot finer than the last time. Like Grace said, uh, I think it's a fair score. Um, I don't think the main plot here was as good like the main story, but mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be if it's a funny, it's a comedy. So as long as it's the, 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 yeah. the comedy is good, that's fine. Um, they just had so much potential in the last episode, then they ruined it. That could have easily been a nine or 10, uh, 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 yeah. nine or 10 out of 10, but they didn't. So no, we're doing okay yeah, so the, far. I think it was a more, if it makes sense, it was more of a structured type uh, lower decks episode that we're accustomed to, I yeah. guess you want to call it that. I mean, it, it, Looking back, like you said, I mean, when they did the Deep Space Nine episode, everything about that episode was, was totally perfect. The humor, the people coming back, the look of it, the actors that came back, everything. And they really could have done that with the Voyager. They really, they really could have. So much more um, and, and it never happened. Yeah, and that's the, that's the bummer because it, it could have been good. I think we've only ever given one, tell me if I'm wrong, one episode of Lord Dex a 10 out of 10, Gray, so yeah, far. And just, it was that episode. Right. Uh, both had an eight or nines there, but never another ten. Which is a shame. The DS, the DS, I would have given the DS nine episode a higher than a ten if I could. It was that good. You could have. You could I mean, have the given whole thing, <laughs> everything about it—the writing, the acting, the directing, the way they handled it, everything, the humor, everything across the board was perfect. Yeah, yeah. It, it really gave it really gave you the feeling that you, like I mentioned back when we did the review, uh, as if you were watching a lost episode of Deep Space Nine. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a that's a good way of putting it. Very good way of putting putting it actually. Um well, we're doing okay so far. Uh hopefully onwards and upwards and this weird ship taking mm-hmm. things out, there's actually a, a, a decent angle of it. Um yeah. but yeah, we'll wrap up there. Let's say we'll probably be back at the end of the week there with episode three. Uh sorry this was a bit later than usual, guys. We've just both been tied up. Um but yeah, uh until next week, uh, Gray, do your thing, my man. Live long and prosper, everybody. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye.